What's up, everyone? Welcome to Behind the Cargo Door. We are your hosts, Adam and Brittany, and we created this podcast to give you an inside look at what living and traveling full time in a van is really like. We share our recent adventures, van life mishaps, and what it takes to live as a married couple in only 80 square feet. We are excited to have you join us on this wild adventure. So without further ado, let's slide open the door and welcome you in. But before we do, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our weekly episodes. What's up, everyone? Is this thing on? (laughs) Welcome to Behind the Cargo Door. Holy crap, how are we recording our first podcast? And also, like, it feels like it's been a while just to get to this point. So we're really excited to be recording this and hopefully learning how to edit and share it with you, you know, shortly here. Yeah, we don't know how to do any of those things, so we'll figure it out as we go, (laughs) as always. Um, But yeah, super exciting that we've made it at least this far. A lot went into how we even got here, so... Yeah, it's been a journey. It's um, We get excited about things, as we all do, and we decided we wanted to start a podcast, and it's not like creating an Instagram handle. There's a bunch of steps to get to this point, and it took a while, and there was a lot of things to figure out, what kind of mic to get, what kind of music to choose. We had to you know, write the intro, which was a whole thing. We had to write the outro and then you have to record it, which is a whole new thing. So I hope you enjoyed the intro. You'll see the outro or not see it. Hear the outro later and music and all of those things. Yeah, it took a ton of work to get here. So at least we're here. We don't know uh, if this thing's going to fly or not. I hope it does because it seems like a really fun, uh, fun little gig here. Yeah, here we are. Um, So kind of shared what it took to get here, but want to kind of paint the picture for what our Uh, what most people would call a podcast studio looks like. We're not that fancy. We are probably the least fancy podcast there is out there. I am currently sitting on top of a toilet. Well, not directly, but kind of, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so we're sitting on what we call the couch here in the van, and it's two different boxes. One's the toilet, one's the shoebox storage. (laughs) Just a bunch of stinky stuff to sit on to record a podcast. Why not? We also uh, went with one mic, um, well, because we're broke. Eventually, we'll maybe get two, but we wanted to test this whole podcast thing out, see how it went. Uh, We didn't realize maybe that we would be talking three inches from each other's mouths, but here we are. How is my breath, by the way? Taste. I mean, taste. We're not making out. (laughs) Smells like beer. I was a little nervous for the first podcast, so I had a cold one. Not going to lie. <laughs> it's okay. I did too. <laughs> we'll get to like why we chose this later. Um, but also the beautiful thing is it's uh, just a conversation. It's just you welcoming us directly into your ear holes. And so we thank you for that. And yeah. That sounds kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really intimate. It's a It's an intimate platform. It's no bullshit, if you will. And we like it. We enjoy podcasts on our travel days or just every day really going to sleep working out whatever it is um i just think that it's a fun place where it's not filtered i mean that's there's no other way to say it unfiltered so we're going to show you the good the bad the ugly with the van um and our adventures too because we like to get out and do things even though most of the time we're 
total amateurs at most of it. <laughs> We're moderately average at everything we do. <laughs> Moder- that's, a, that's a new slogan, moderately average in everything. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so behind the cargo door, like what does that mean? And we've kind of touched on it already, but the big thing we wanted with this is to just straight up tell you how it is and talk about the good things, the highs. Van life has so many highs, but also talk about the lows, talk about the hard things, talk about what it's like to live with another human in a very small space. Um, you sound very passionate about that. <laughs> You're getting on my nerves today, so yes. And things that I didn't even think about. I mean, we knew we would have to find water. We knew that we would be reliant on the sun for energy. But knowing those things and living those things are two different things. And without getting a full story or a full experience from someone, we just thought it was Instagram van life butt pictures, honestly. So many butt pictures, but you soon learn uh, a couple weeks into it that the sun and the water topics are the easier part of the van life <laughs> rather than that. Well, like compared to, you know, getting knocked on at 1030 at night and then having to find a new place to sleep. That's more worrisome than the sun and water. Speaking of getting knocked on, we've only had that once. Should we tell them about our recent knock that scared yeah. the shit out <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. You tell the story. So it was recently we were camped up and at a campground for we rarely do that right charging the battery trying to figure out this battery issue that we've had and so it was after 10 o'clock we were both laying down in bed 10 o'clock is way past my bedtime by the way oh god don't get me started Brittany is like laying down eyes closed at nine and i'm not even in bed until 11 anyways we'll tell you how that kind of situation works in the van but um yeah, so we were laying down 10, 10.30. We were watching a show, weren't we? Uh, no, we were playing solitaire. Oh, yeah. That's the number one phone game, when especially when you have no service. Solitaire is where it's at. Anyway, so we were just playing games, and someone just comes in, and I'm like, oh, well, my God. We like look at each other. You know, the freeze happens. It's kind of like what happens when you're at your home, and someone knocks on the door in Rings 2020. Rings the doorbell. It's like, what? <laughs> Who is showing up unannounced? And so then I think I was like, well, we have to say something. We're at a campground. Like, we, it could be the host. Yeah, we both, like, just sat there for a second quiet. And then all of a sudden I got my, my big man voice. Who is it? <laughs> and then all of a sudden the other side, Dizzy. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, Dizzy's here. So. so it was one of our friends who we have been caravanning with. And we left them to just go charge our battery. And we were like, we're not going to bore you with our boring charging battery life and they uh, surprised us and showed up and it was a great surprise but it was funny it's just you know that lack of security that you have when you're in a van I was sleeping naked and had no clothes on had to put my pants on and I think the next thing you said was after he said dizzy you were like uh let me get my pants on (laughs) I think it was too Uh, Uh, so anyways how did we where did we go come from here uh I don't remember but (laughs) That's kind of what we plan, I think, for the podcast is just sharing stories, sharing our live, um, kind of, you know, sharing those moments that are scary, but we all experience uh, if you do live in a van. And yeah, we just love the connection that you can have. Yeah, especially if it's just an idea right now or a dream or a hope. Um, Anybody can do this. 
Well, I shouldn't say that. No, you can I... make it happen. Whether it's for you or not is a different story. Yeah, it's it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people who have learned that, who have dove in. But I also think I like to live my life uh, not wondering what if. So if you are feeling like it would be for you, the only way to find out is to actually live in a van. Um, I would hate for you to discount yourself before you actually tried. Yeah, you don't want to wake up when you're 65 and say, I wish I would have done that. Or maybe you are in your 50s or whatever and you're waiting for it. I mean, what's the wait? Just go do it and try it and see it if it's something that would even be feasible for you. And the worst that happens, especially if you build your own van, is you probably make some money. (laughs) I mean, really. (laughs) Um, So anyways, we hope to continue to grow and add value here. We hope that we get better at this. Um, We are just learning in this episode, to be honest with you, where you both are like dreading because it's just like what it is, what we want to do. And then we're going to share a little bit about us later. Spoiler alert. Um, Super exciting. But we... Um, wanted to kind of, you know, set the, you have to, you have to have an episode one, unfortunately, you can't just skip to being an expert. And so this is our episode one for you. Well, I think we should dive in a little bit deeper and kind of figure out, you know, podcasting versus other media platforms. I don't, I think that would be fair. Well, so first of all, who is this podcast for? Like, why did we create this podcast? And I, uh, Although we live in a van and we definitely are going to talk a lot of van life topics, um, I think that anyone who likes to spend time outdoors or hopefully anyone who like likes to dream big and live life different would be interested in a, some of our future episodes. We hope to share some motivational things. We hope to share adventure tips, hiking tips, snowboarding, and then also like obviously van life stories and van life tips as well. And, you know, if you're a current van lifer, I know you listen to podcasts, so you should be listening to this. Absolutely. Whether that's a travel day or a lazy morning, a late night, wherever, um, that's what we we hope to talk about. And we hope we, we bring value to, like we said earlier, we're average at just about everything. <laughs> we just like to try and put ourselves out there. Um, so we hope to inspire you to, if you've been thinking about trying to do a backpacking trip or snowboarding or whatever it is, um, that you go out and and just grab the bull by the horns, cheesy, cheesy little line there, but it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. And I was trying to think of the saying, but I'm never good at these sayings. You'll learn that we're so bad with sayings. Um, I think, okay. So we're moderately average at like a lot of things. We are not, you know, you look at. I don't know. Name somebody that's like an expert. All right. How about Tom Brady? Tom Brady's like the ultimate quarterback of the NFL, if you don't know. Elon Musk, innovator. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's a great, amazing life to live. But for us, I think being moderately average at a lot of things and having room for growth and things to work towards actually brings us a lot of joy. And so... I challenge you if you feel like stuck. Here's like my little. I'm gonna step. Hold on, stepping onto my soapbox here. Get that soapbox out. <laughs> um, if you are like feeling stuck or uncomfortable in your life and feeling like everyone else is living a better life than you, you probably are just really comfortable, honestly. So I challenge you to pick up a new hobby or pick up a new challenge and and tackle it and know it's going to be uncomfortable but through that uncomfort will be massive growth hold on stepping off my soapbox now go ahead (laughs) i think 
to measure success, most successful people or people that find the most and get the most out of life um, are constantly putting themselves in uncomfortable situations um, to find out really what they're made of. Who am I? How good am I at this? Can I do this? I think I can do this. Um, those are things that Brittany and I have really come in touch with and found ourselves challenging ourselves um, over the last just couple of years. It's not like we were born this way and figured it out when we were 12. Like I'm in my 30s and just figured it out in my late, late 20s. Yeah. Um, another saying that I don't know <laughs> is you f- like fall down six times, you get up seven. Like that's the only way you'll ever see success. If you ever take a downward turn on whatever life event is happening and call that it, you will forever stay there. But if you get back up again, dust yourself off and figure it out, you will see growth and change and success. That was a rad, rad way to put that. I'm <laughs> jealous that you figured out the words because you're smarter than me (laughs) but anyways we're getting off topic here we really believe um this kind of just shows we really believe that anyone is capable of anything as long as they put their mind to it we had like no maybe we'll talk about this more with like our van life story um no like upper leg or upper hand on anything we just did it out of like sheer determination um we were determined to live life differently and live life that truly brought us joy every day and that's why we're sitting on top of our toilet and shoebox talking to you. So we've made it, you know, honestly. This is what success feels like. <laughs> that was obviously extreme sarcasm. But we do get so many messages and things of the sort of people saying, like, how did you do it? What do you do? And um, it's the same answer. You can, too. You just have to believe in yourself more than Uh, the others believe in you. Like when you tell someone else that you want to do something and they're like, ah, you just don't have what it takes. Use that as fuel. Do not use that as your like, oh, well, they told me I didn't have what it takes. Yeah. What's the saying? um, Oh, great. Here we go. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now you made me forget it. You you interjected. Um, Man, I I can't think of it now. It'll come to me later. Sorry. We'll, We'll let you randomly interject whenever it does. Perfect. Um, but just don't get too close to my lips. We don't need to be making out here in these people. Yeah. Well, you know, you have that beer breath now. So. <laughs> um, so the only other thing I wanted to share kind of here is not only do we want to share our stories, but eventually we hope to bring others on, hopefully like more experts than us. You know, we're just moderately average, as we said. And the final thing is we want this to be a place where, you know, we answer DMs all day long on Instagram and we enjoy doing that. Later, we'll probably touch on Instagram and all of that. But mm-hmm. um, I want someone to be able to ask a question and us be able to share that answer with more people because we do get a lot of the same questions. And so we will probably have something around along the lines, again, first podcast here, to leave questions or suggestions and things of the sort. Yeah, maybe we can do something where you can email us. Or we'll have a newsletter or I don't know. We're in the infancy stages currently, so we'll we'll figure it out as we go here. So anyways, let's talk a little bit about each of us and maybe like, you know, us as a couple too, because to give a little background, a little Oh, history. the moment none of us have been waiting for. <laughs> you know when you go to like, I don't know, any job or any, I don't know, adult thing. Actually, you did it in kids too. It's like, all right, tell us where you're from, what your name is, what's your favorite color, and then one interesting fact about you. And I'm always like, 
uh, do we Barf. have to? Are we really doing this right now? But um, I feel like it's important because we kind of realized on Instagram, you there's not really a space. You know, we, everyone does those like 10 things about us. We're guilty too. Um, but we want to kind of just share who we are. Maybe we have some commons. Maybe we have things that aren't common, but you think is cool, I guess. I don't know. I hate this part. So let's just get it over with. Perfect. You go first. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. I'm down for that. Okay. So um, I am an only child raised by a single mom in Arizona. Um, I was technically born in California, but most all of my life was in Arizona. Um, I was a cheerleader slash dancer growing up. I feel like this is like, I don't know, just I hate this. Let's keep going. Um, I uh, went to Arizona State University, go Devils, um, and I was in a sorority, which was kind of like surprising, I think, um, and still surprises me, but it did teach me a lot about um, leadership and like structure and things like that. So I'm very grateful for it and grateful for all of the friendships that I still have, but there was a lot of things that I didn't really like about it, but story for another day. Um, I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Nursing and went on to work as a pediatric ER nurse for five years. Um, Two of those years were done travel nursing, which we'll talk about later. My favorite, favorite part of your nursing. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just (laughs) kidding. Um, But I was able to travel around the United States. I worked for, I think, five of the top 10 children's hospitals, Boston Children's, Texas Children's. If you're not a nurse, this probably means nothing to you. Um, But it was a great, great experience, and I'm super grateful for it. I left the hospital in 2018. I think that sounds right. Yeah, 2018, and I worked at an IV bar. Um, I really like preventative health. I love health and fitness. Um, I love feeling my body right. I love if we can, like, you know, do things before they're really bad. That's, like, a really good idea. It wasn't always that way, though. When I first started nursing, even, I wasn't really into fitness or health at all. And as I became more obsessed with it, I wanted others to become more obsessed with it. So I kind of moved more into the health and fitness space. I actually do health and fitness coaching now which is probably a surprise to a lot of you. Um, But yeah, I am left-handed, even though I don't see myself as that creative right brain. In fact, like when I was growing up, if there was a project that was like creative at all, I actually remember eighth grade trip to Catalina. There was like, we were supposed to like paint a picture with like seaweed or like things that came from the ocean. And I legit cried because I was like, I am not creative. I like things orderly, which is true. So I don't know how I became a left-handed. Anyways, (laughs) I am a Leo through and through. I am loyal to a fault. I am... What I would call fierce. Extra fierce. What other people would call stubborn. (laughs) Um, I tell it like it is. Um, And one of the things that's kind of helped, though, with my Leo trait is I am determined to to succeed in whatever it is that I set out to do. So I set huge goals and watch out. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Um, And to that, I am also type A. I like things clean, tidy, organized. Everything has a place. Everything. Mm -hmm. And I will let you know if you've put it out of place. I'm so good at putting things back in their place. (laughs) In the wrong place that there is. (laughs) That is such an occasion. Don't even attack me like that. Um, I love kids movies. I, I actually fall asleep if it's not a kids movie. I don't. 
I think my brain goes, goes, goes all day long that if you sit me down to watch a movie, I just immediately fall asleep. Um, I love craft beer. I actually worked for a brewery all through college. What's up for peaks? Um, and I love early bedtimes. So I'm an early riser, which is why I hated night shift when I was a nurse. I shouldn't say when I was a nurse. I'm still a nurse, but just, you know, not currently practicing. I am an introverted extrovert, so I love connecting with other people. I love being around other people, but I think my, and I think that's part of my Leo too, uh, but my only childness allows me to need my alone time, which I don't get very often in the van. And we'll share more about what it's like to live with another human in a van. Um, I'm, this is kind of just random. I'm just kind of thinking of random things, but I'm an Enneagram one, um, which means I really like the rules. And unfortunately for me, I married a rule breaker. So that's fun. Uh, <laughs> rules are for squares. Oh, great. I am the squarest square you'll ever <laughs> square. Okay. <laughs> um, I live for athleisure wear. I think it should be a fashion that never goes out of style. And even more so that I live in a van, I... Yeah, jeans, mm -mm. underwear, probably not. So that's fun. How would you feel if I just was wearing tights all the time? Uh, go for it. Athleisure's <laughs> like, where it's at. Where are the joggers? <laughs> you wear nothing usually, so. Not true. Not true. I usually wear like some kind of athletic shorts <laughs> and a, maybe a shirt or tank. Even though we just told the story about how you were naked when we got a knock. I was in bed. I, I sleep naked. <laughs> um, I thrive on routine. I think this is kind of like all, I think I'm like painting the picture for like the most square <laughs> in order person that there ever was. Were you related to Steve Jobs? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's something that van life has really challenged, but I think it's been a good thing. Uh, travel nursing also challenged it. Um, finding a new job every three months is quite stressful for a type A Leo. Um, but I think, as I mentioned before on my soapbox, it's important to be outside your comfort zone. So I think a lot of growth has happened from doing things that make me uncomfortable, like not having a routine. Um, I could research a topic until you don't even care about the topic anymore. It's kind of where we're at with the Chinese diesel heater that's already ordered. <laughs> I'm still researching it. Like maybe we ordered. The well, wrong maybe one. if it, maybe <laughs> just stop. <laughs> I love facts. I love information, and I could pour my brain full to the brim of it all day long um adam just like asks like if i'm doing something he's like are you in r&d mode i'm like yes oops sorry guys still learning <laughs> um god i don't even have like half that much cool shit about myself so that's <laughs> pretty awesome <laughs> And do you still want to be friends with me? <laughs> yes, I would love to be your friend and partner in crime for the rest of time. But I think I should take over for now. Let me get my piece of paper here. <laughs> He's got some notes, folks. Oh, yeah, it's like half a page. Mostly because we were like thinking about how to talk about ourselves. It's and so hard. It to, really like, is. I mean, I could do it but like it i don't know i think when you're just like told to do it like even though we told ourselves to do it it's just like you freeze up it's like i don't know any i'm not interesting at all so go ahead baby all right so i was born and raised in arizona uh desert rat through and through i grew up in a large family there were six of us my two parents my two older brothers and my little sister um and we grew up playing sports so uh luckily for me Football was 
my talent, if you will. I worked my ass off um, throughout high school and got a, a scholarship to play at a private university up in Wisconsin. Unfortunately, it didn't work. It was way, way too cold and gray for me to continue uh, paying tuition virtually. Um, so you're saying growing up in Arizona where the sun shines 365 days a year, moving to Minnesota in the fall. It was Wisconsin. I just said Minnesota, didn't I? <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. I promise I knew he was, went to Wisconsin. <laughs> Somewhere up there where it gets really cold and bleak in the winter was a bad idea. When you have a goal and a dream and you have an opportunity, you take that. And, ooh, this is really t- – I'm sorry, I hate to cut in, but this is really tying in to the people who are wondering if van life's for them. The only way you would have known that Wisconsin wasn't for you was to go. Exactly. You don't know unless you try. You got to get get step up to the plate and at least swing the bat to, to see if it's for you or not. So I did that. I tried it. It was not for me, even though I was, like, a freshman and second-string kid and actually getting on the field. Um, it just wasn't for me. But uh, after that, I came back to Arizona and started climbing the corporate ladder, working in sales, um, and did that for about eight years. Until uh, I, till, uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to live this adventurous life that I'm living now, which is amazing. Um, anyways, I am a Sagittarius. A couple of spot-on traits about me. Um, super honest. I'm very adventurous. More so rebellious. Um, don't really want to follow rules like Brittany said. Rules are for squares, and it's just not not as much fun that way. A match made in heaven, folks. <laughs> Opposites <laughs> attract, apparently. Um, I'm, to a fault, uh, optimistic. I just keep seeing the positives in every situation even though it's like a leaking roof and we can't go anywhere the car's broken down kind of person um those are actually two things that have happened to us (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it'll be fine we'll just get some towels um (laughs) obviously uh, i enjoy traveling i'm a huge sports fanatic everything but like wrestling um i enjoy golf to tennis to football basketball um side note i love pets i really want more pets i have zero right now it's like more pets where where's the one that I you're have, hiding in this van <laughs> it's a mouse he's got a nest in the engine block <laughs> no that's my worst nightmare <laughs> we haven't had one of those yet which i'm really surprised i know we've been like hot temperatures cold temperatures dry wet like all over the country no mice I bet we'll have one tonight. <laughs> Where's wood? Um, other than that... Um, so you want to get a puppy? I would love a puppy. I'm uh, afraid of commitment. I can't do it. I am 100% a night owl. Enjoy my sleep. And it's very interesting to uh, to live with somebody in a small space that like wants to be up at 6.30 in the morning and go to bed at 8. Um, but... You know, it's an adjustment. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, but getting back a little bit more about me, um, I actually wanted to share a couple of things that I do. Um, maybe not on purpose, but kind of drive Brittany crazy. <laughs> Insert everything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I uh, cut corners. I am guilty to a fault with, with cutting corners. Hate reading. I hate 
reading so much. If there's like a video, I'll watch the video, but the reading thing, I, d- I don't get. Anyways, now that we have introduced ourselves, why don't we kind of share about how we met, how we started dating. It's kind of a messy long story, so we'll try and keep it brief, but kind of give you a little backstory on the Fenimores. All right. Brief it is. So we met in 2006. It was Cinco de Mayo. It was actually your friend's house that was having a small get together. There was like 10 of us. We had never met before, even though we were both in the same high school and it was like less than 800 people in the high school. This was the age of uh, Miss New Booty. The age of Miss New Booty. Does anyone remember that song? Should we play a little snippet of it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I can find it, but you know the song, Everybody right? Everybody knows Bubba that Sparks, song. booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Was that like a dance song or something that you guys had? No, I think we were just high school. Like, But hormonal. did you ever do one? Did you guys ever do one? Definitely not. The principal would not allow that. <laughs> I guess I didn't even go to school. Um, so, yeah, so we met then, and uh, it was very brief. We shared a couple of laughs together. You uh, had to go home for like picking lemons or something. Yeah, Ma, I'm sure my mom's. Li- Thanks, Ma. Um, <laughs> she called me at like four and was like, "These lemons in the backyard. We had a lemon tree. Need to get picked up." And I mean, honestly, I think she just didn't want me to be out having fun. But you know, that's besides the point. Love ya. Yeah. So I walked you home, even though you thought that was a little creepy. I didn't think it was creepy. I thought it was sweet, but I was like, I thought you were. The tables turned very quickly. I was like, why is he walking me home? I thought it was just like a whole friend thing. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then I wanted to pursue it. And we actually started a relationship um, after shortly after that. And basically for that entire summer, which was your end of freshman year going into sophomore year, my end of junior year going into senior year, to which when the fall came, I cut ties. He wanted to focus on football. Thanks, babe. I had big dreams. <laughs> uh so yeah it was a summer fling i was crushed because you know i thought that this was it was this was it turns out it would have been 10 years later but then we kind of like you know played with each other's emotions during my said sophomore year and his said senior year he went off to wisconsin as we briefly discussed earlier and i stayed behind in high school because i was younger and then he ended up coming back to where i ended up going to college tempe and we found each other at a random party, uh, but held by people that we, we both knew from high school. Yeah, and it was Halloween. So and I don't even think we had that creative of like Halloween costumes or anything. It was more like as soon as I saw you, I was like, I know her. I'm going to talk to her and figure out what's been going on for the last three years. And I was like, I'm a freshman in college. Ain't nobody tying me down. (laughs) I am not falling for that. I did it once. You know, I mean, I was young. Yeah. Well, it took two months of uh, chiseling away at that stone to get that kiss, though, for New Year's. So (laughs) That New Year's kiss that started it all. It's all these holidays. We met on Cinco de Mayo, reconnected at Halloween, kissed on New Year's. And then started dating on tax day, <laughs> if that counts. It's not a holiday. It's like the worst day of the year. Um, yeah, so a few months later, we started started dating. This Officially. Was, yeah, 2010. And we did so for a few years before getting an apartment together. Um, had a couple of condos, apartments, things like that. And, um, you know, it really didn't get serious until our second place together. And that's actually where I proposed to you. 
yeah, so we got engaged. This is now 2015, and I'm graduating from college. I'm working in the hospital. He's working in the corporate. We're living the American dream, y'all. We just didn't have a white picket fence or a dog or kid. <laughs> and then I was like, let's do travel nursing. <laughs> and so that was the first To wrench. which I was like totally against at first. I was like, no way. I got a good job. Everything's going good. And then I was like, the hell with this job. <laughs> Uh, so that's how we left to travel nurse, travel nurse for two years, as I already said. And then um, we had gotten engaged right before we left to travel nurse. And when we were starting to finally figure out how what we wanted for a wedding and all of that, we realized no matter what, we were planning a destination wedding. Mm -hmm. Because whether we had it in Arizona where our friends and family were, or we had it where our hearts desired... Uh, we were planning from afar because we were on the road. And so after research and development, so much I, was just thinking of, I was just thinking back to like, we like made lists of pros and cons and all of this because that's my Try to brain. get all the finances available. Like how much is it going to cost to do this, 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 this compared to this, this, that, and this. Exactly. And we decided on a Hawaii destination wedding. And so we got married in Maui in April of 2017. And when we came back, it was when we were done with the travel nurse thing, but we had decided we wanted to stay in Denver. Um, without doing too much of a spoiler, we'll kind of keep this brief. It was actually on our honeymoon just when we decided to like resettle back down that the van life dream was born. It was born. I think we'll save that because it's a whole special experience that I think the two of us cherish. Yeah. And I think everyone has a moment where they're like, aha, uh -huh, I could do that. And so we hope to kind of share our van life dream to conception and all of the steps and struggles and things it took to get there in next week's episode. And if we haven't already shared, which I don't think we have, we plan on coming into your ear holes every Monday. I love that you keep using the ear holes term. <laughs> it's really, it's it's a little- Satisfying? Yeah, it's kind of vulgar. It yeah? is vulgar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you so much for listening to this uh, have to get it out of the way episode, as we would like to call it. The first episode is a little rough for everybody. Hopefully <laughs> we entertained you a little bit and you learned something about us. Yeah, and I hope you are excited to hear future stories and we just can't wait to share more and continue to grow this podcast and hopefully grow your hopes and dreams to live however it is that you want. Thanks, guys. Later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Cargo Door. We hope to always inspire you to choose the life of your dreams. We invite you to join us inside our van every Monday. So be sure to tune in next week. To catch more of our adventures, follow us on Instagram at Benamore's Adventuremore. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and share this podcast with your family and friends. Until then, happy and messy adventures. <laughs>